Welcome to Mellow Parenting Pod or Mellow Pod. I'm Rachel Tainch. I'm the International and Programme Lead for Mellow Parenting. And Mellow Parenting is an NGO. We're a training organisation. We're based in Glasgow in Scotland and we're involved in researching, developing, evaluating and implementing relationship-based early intervention and training programmes. And today I'm really delighted to welcome Irina, who works for Partnership for Every Child in Moldova. And uh, Irina is a project manager for Partnership, but she also is a mellow trainer. And we've known each other for a number of years since my first visit to Moldova, probably back in around 20, maybe 2015, something like that. Maybe the training uh, in 2016. 2016, yeah. 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 First training. Yeah. So, welcome to Irina. And, um, in our discussion today, we're going to be covering a number of themes. We're going to be thinking really micro themes, uh, thinking about parent-child relationships, but we're also be going to think, be thinking about some of the, the wider themes that are affecting Moldova and the context of parenting and Moldova very much being in between Romania and Ukraine and this the wider conflict that's going on at the moment. So we're going to be thinking about that. But to start with, we're going to ask uh, Irina a more personal question. And Irina, I'm just wondering for you to start off with, can you, what, what was a, a significant relationship for you in your childhood? Who was important to you growing up? Um, hi, Rachel. It is a real pleasure to be with you to, today and to have this conversation. Um, if thinking about my childhood and my uh, significant relationship, uh, I would say that, of course, these are my. This is my family, um, but in particular, I think my father has played a significant role in uh, supporting me. And uh, um, unfortunately, I lost uh, my father uh, when I was like in my twenties, and I really miss him. So, and I really kind of, uh, I'm thinking that I've haven't, you know received you know the support i could have received you know if uh, i uh, kind of i in a different you know context mm -hmm. and um and uh, at the same time i'm, I'm thinking that I, I couldn't manage to give him uh, uh, enough i don't know affection that i could have you know thinking backwards but you know my father he was like he was a real buffer for me and uh, in, in, in my childhood. Have you got one memory that you can think of you and your dad that sort of sticks out to you from your childhood? Something you did together or? It, my dad, he was uh, always, you know, getting myself uh, ready for school, you know, being there for me, you know, giving like, I don't know, um, helping me with my hair, you know, done and brushing my hair and, you know, always joking uh, about uh, these sorts of things. And uh, at the same time, you know, telling stories about different stuff. So it was really kind of this is these are the memories that, that stick to my mind. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Okay, Irina, I know that you've been working in Moldova for a number of years, maybe over 20 years, in the context of deinstitutionalization. It's quite a mouthful to say that. Could you explain to us a little bit what DI is and and you know how you know how you've been involved? Right. Okay, I'll try. Um, uh, so D 
de-institutionalization or DI work that uh, uh, Partnership for, for Every Child has been doing over 20, 25 years already. <clears throat> it's about uh, uh, reforming, closing down or reorganizing uh, big, large-scale large institutions that we've inherited from the Soviet era. Uh, so we used to have, like, at the beginning of 90s, we used to have uh, uh, over 13,000 children in institutions for our country, which is tiny. It used to be, like, around 4 million people. Mm. It, 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 uh, like, this number is huge. And <clears throat> so um, our organization with partners, we uh, engaged in uh, this reform, and... Uh, like taking out children from institutions, but not just moving them, you know, this is not just about physical, like taking them out and put them into families. This is a, a complex uh, approach. This is a complex process of, uh, uh, of uh, thinking about uh, um, the reform on a, like, institutional uh, uh, context, you know, and a relationship context, you know, at the community context everywhere. So it's it's about uh, changing the policies, changing legislation. It's about uh, uh, um, developing services for children, uh, those children who could be reintegrated, were reunited with their families, but uh, with, with the complex support that could be provided to the families. Um, uh, uh, and and children who who'd, uh, obviously came back to them and also provide uh, alternative uh, family type care to the children who unfortunately were not able to be reunited with their families and we uh, were talking about uh, foster care, uh, different types of foster care for these children. Uh, it's also about like uh, the informational system, you know, tracking system of what's uh, you know uh, happening to 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 these uh, to these children and how we can uh, um, provide and track you know some risks. Mm -hmm. So this is a very 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 uh, complex issue that we are we are talking about. And now um, we we have uh, had a lot of progress in. Uh, in the eye, uh, so if like comparing to the nineties uh, where we had, as I said, you know, over thirteen thousand children, now it's like under one thousand children in institutional care. Uh, however, now we are facing challenges because the kids who are in institutional care are with uh, uh, additional needs and uh, with severe disabilities, and we, as a as a as a uh, as a state, we need to think about uh, how to. Uh, reform this uh, these institutions in terms of how to provide uh, the care uh, adequate appropriate care for children with additional needs so a big change over a number of years over a 20-year period seeing the number of children in institutional care going down but still challenges remaining in particularly in relation to children with additional needs and disabilities and I suppose one of the things that's interesting for us to talk about is is why are institutions bad for children? You know, what is it? You know, both of us have seen tiny babies going into big institutions where there's maybe 20 babies in a room, two, two caregivers. I mean, of course, those babies are not going to get their needs met. But I'm just wondering about the impact of institutions on, on people's life course. You know, what, what does it mean for a child growing up in institutional care? What kind of challenges? 
will they face in terms of their development and and their relationships going forward? Yes, you're right, Rachel. The impact of institutionalization is devastating uh, for uh, for children, and you know, moving towards the adulthood. Yeah, and uh, it's been proved already that uh, there are negative effects uh, on like physically. However, the more devastating uh, uh, negative effects are in terms of their emotional development, mm -hmm. how they are unable to form relationships uh, uh, when they are, you know, in their childhood and in adulthood, of course, when they are uh, kind of uh, traumatized and they cannot uh, rely on people, they cannot have trust in people, uh, they cannot have uh, uh, trust in themselves and they cannot be uh, empathetic. So all these things that uh, end up like in, in, in this, in this people becoming uh, or either like alcohol addicts, drug addicts, uh, uh, criminals, uh, or just miserable people not being able to form a family, you know, and have an, a, a happy life. Mm -hmm. And I know that you've been involved in supporting young people who've come out of the care system and maybe have very few life skills and, and you've been kind of supporting them to kind of integrate into the community and to get those relationships. But I think both of us have seen how difficult that is at this later stage, whereas we really see the importance of early intervention, don't we, of trying to get in early. And I think that's one of the things that, that we've been both thinking about is how to get children back to families. And the thing that we know about institutional care is that most of the children do actually have families or some sort of wider family context. It's not like they're true orphans, they're social orphans. And I wonder if you want to say a little bit about that, that, that there are families out there. When we started the process of deinstitutionalization, we found out that there are like, uh, I may be mistaken, but the um, uh, majority of children, uh, like over 80%, they had parents, mm -hmm. alive parents. Mm -hmm. So, and it was about like, um, uh, you know, the reasons for their uh, institutionalization were mostly poverty or sometimes even things like, you know, they're not uh, succeeding at school. And, you know, uh, if, for example, the teachers uh, decided that uh, uh, they were not okay with the school program, they should be moved to institution, to an, an institution like this. And the parents were um, kind of, um, were made to think, you know, that institutions are better for their children. Yes, so for the children that maybe are not that well at school or something like this, or maybe they cannot be provided by their families because of poverty and other factors. So all these things are affected uh, or kind of contributed, they are encouraged children's placement in institutions. Um, and uh, as you said, uh, very justly, you know, the earlier the child is placed in institutions, the more negative or devastating effect institutionalization has on its development, on the child's development. Uh, so as we as, a, on a, as um, an NGO organization uh, that is working in this field, we are very, uh, we uh, are committed to, uh, 
to preventing children's institutionalization and preventing their separation from their families. And uh, in this way, we are trying to provide preventative services and programs, and which, like Mellow, is one of these programs that could, you know, be there as an early intervention um, measure to strengthen family links, to strengthen their relationships in order to uh, kind of uh, prevent this, this, this um, separation. And certainly the work that I've been involved in Central Asia and Tajikistan, we've been using mellow parenting in the context of family reunification. So supporting families who've maybe placed children in an institution, using mellow groups to help build that bond, to build that relationship between the parent and child as a preparation for the child kind of returning home. And that's very worked very well in that context. And I suppose very much you've been look, looking at it more in a preventative agenda. So may, maybe we could talk a little bit about what it's been like to develop uh, mellow parenting in Moldova. We've been working on this for, again, quite a few years now. What, what changes have you seen? How has it been? How has it been accepted culturally? Um, how have the groups been working? What's it been like? Yes, and just as you said about Tajikistan, I can say that in Moldova we also covered the work on family re reunification and like uh, using, let's say, mellow uh, in this way yeah, to support families uh, get links with with their children. Yeah, so we uh, we had had some we have had some groups with uh, with uh, moms and their babies. Uh, who have been placed in institutions and they they would like uh, reunited with their with their moms so but what i can, i would like to emphasize is that uh, of course this is the very this is a very kind of supportive yeah way i mean using mellow in this context uh, however what i can what i saw is that um, the effects of di are so are so negative that it's much more harder to uh, repair yeah. than to prevent. Mm -hmm. So in this way, you know, prevention is a key. Yeah, yeah. it's key to, to towards you know strong relationships, strong mm -hmm. families. Mm -hmm. And in in Moldova, we started uh, Mellow in two thousand sixteen, uh, and um, so we looked uh, at having the practitioners from the social work field. Uh, so those who are uh, involved and engaged with families, working with families, uh, like in the family support service, um, so that they could provide like additional support for mellow parenting. Um, and we've had uh, uh, a, a serious number of trainings with, uh, with mellow parenting and then uh, uh, engaged in work with uh, a number of local authorities, uh, social work departments, uh, and these practitioners from social work departments, they've had uh, uh, a number of groups, I can't remember how many groups already, so we've all already covered more than uh, 300 uh, parent and children couples already, yes, and babies and toddlers. Um, and uh, we could see that although the beginning was quite challenging, I mean, uh, in terms of uh, like skepticism, yeah, of what can this this program do, you know, because uh, in our country, in our mentality, 
the support groups are not that developed mm -hmm. and uh, um, it is uh, it is uh, very important to be able to engage with parents in the first place in order uh, for them to take uh, place uh, to take part sorry in the group yeah at the, at the very be very beginning but then once they are there you know they uh, are they open up they can see there's no uh, um, threat you know there's no like lecturing or something like this this is about sharing their experience you know being there you know providing support and trusting relationships mm -hmm. and this is really really helpful and they they are uh, they really uh, understand that mutual support is so important mm -hmm. and I think in the context of mellow um, you know thinking about our own childhoods as well as parents and and thinking about how that's impacting on our parenting now and it also makes me think about you know when we were talking about the adolescents, the young people who are growing up in institutional care, and actually that, that healing from trauma happens within the context of relationship and an environment of relationship. And that's really what we're trying to do in mellow groups, isn't it, through that peer support. So relationships with each other, but also kind of thinking about our relationships with our family from our childhood and then our own children now. So it's, there's lots of different ways that we talk about how important relationships are. Yeah, exactly. Yes, and this like reflection upon ourselves, our childhood, and how we were parented. Uh, well, it does help uh, parents to be able to kind of break this, uh, you know, intergenerational cycle. Mm -hmm. Well, I could mention is just about the fact uh, that our our childcare system is is relatively new. Yeah, I mean. And social work, because social work as a profession has also been quite new, just for twenty years or so. Yeah. And we don't have this, uh, you know, diverse uh, and well-established like uh, range of services for uh, children, you know, and families. Yeah. So Mellow is one of those, you know, very uh, <coughs> mm, hands-on, yes, yeah. uh, like programs that provides real support to families apart from like some counseling and, and financial benefits that uh, they are, are given so yeah it's i well the the mellow group that uh, we are running at the moment is at the border yeah. yes um however you know the 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 parents moms that we have they they're not refugees i mean they're all moldovans and but they are of course affected by you know the flow yeah. of the refugees there okay Irene, so we've talked we've talked about a, a number of things and thinking a little bit about relationship based early intervention and i suppose one of the things that we're thinking about is how does an organization based in Glasgow, come and work in partnership with you in Partnership for Every Child in Moldova. Um, you know, how has that been? What is the relevance of what, what Mello's doing and what we can bring to you? And I, I suppose I'm thinking just at the moment of you, you're running a group in Moldova at the moment um, on the, the Ukrainian border. Moldova is in between Ukraine and Romania. I'm just wondering about this sort of wider context of parenting 
Right. Okay. Uh, <laughs> let's start with the fact why you know uh, an organization from Glasgow you know ended up kind of working with uh, 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 with an NGO and with you know uh, uh, local authorities in in, in Moldova. Uh, well, social work uh, field, yes, and childcare, let's say, uh, field is quite new uh, for Moldova. I mean, uh, uh, it's like been over maybe just 20 years that uh, we've had uh, qualified social workers, uh, you know, being prepared at the universities, maybe not even 20, 20 years, maybe less even. Uh, so, and, um, you know, the system that we've had before, it was just institutions for children, you know, and some, like, benefits for, for, for families and children. And that's it. So, in social work, as it's like a childcare, as it, uh, you know, in the, the modern understanding, is quite new. And we've always, um, since we started, you know, working on DI, on child care reform, we, we, we have always uh, wanted to learn, you know, uh, from the best practice, best experience, yes, uh, international experience. So in this way, we've <clears throat> come across uh, different, uh, you know, practices from the uh, different countries in Europe, including the United Kingdom, UK. And uh, in this way, we came across uh, uh, Mellow Parenting as an early intervention uh, program that is like perfect, you know, is, is fit in the prevention uh, services for strengthening families. Um, so, um, like providing hands-on, you know, very non-judgmental, but uh, at the same time, very efficient support, peer support as well to the parents. In, uh, in their in their like parenting roles, let's say, yeah. Uh, so and um, the the mellow groups that uh, uh, we are running, uh, they are built in this way, in the way of uh, mutual peer support, and not being again. I'm repeating, but this is uh, very important of not being judgmental and being there equal on the. Equally with with the parents, uh, so uh, the practitioners or facilitators, mellow facilitators, uh, they are there to share their their own experiences as well um, with the parents and be there for them, just as a sort of a guide, but not uh, as a I don't know lecturer or somebody providing information or I don't know consultation, let's say. Um, so I can share some uh, uh, some experience that uh, I've had with the current group that uh, I run with my colleagues. Uh, this is a group of mellow toddlers group. Um, uh, it, we have seven parents with seven toddlers. Uh, the Mela group is uh, is uh, run um, in a locality which is. Uh, uh, situated at the border with Ukraine because Moldova is between Ukraine and Romania mm -hmm. and we are doing uh, we are running a group there just the Palanka locality which is uh, a very uh, like next to the border with Ukraine and uh, many refugees uh, now in this period they've uh, have uh, crossed you know uh, the border there at this at this point really 
and uh, this point or this locality this uh, is is very close to uh, you know like obviously yeah, Ukraine and some you could they could uh, uh, experience some of the like I don't know effects of uh, the war as well it's like bombing you know hearing explosions uh, there and uh, when we were talking with the parents about their hopes and fears um, uh, the hope that they all mentioned which is not particularly you know uh, associated with parenting and mellow parenting and their relationship with children but you know indirectly this is it is there is a connection they've all or, or they all have uh, uh, sh shared that they wanted peace mm -hmm. so peace is uh, is fundamental for their well-being for the well-being of uh, their children for them being able to 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 have like good relationship with their kids and provide for them. So Rina, I'm, I'm thinking back to that first training that we came and did in 2016. And I think all of us were wondering, well, how is, you know, the parenting program from Scotland going to translate to the context in Moldova, you know, we had some some concerns about that. We, we wanted to make sure that actually it was culturally relevant and we wanted to be to be open to be thinking about that and, and I think we were actually pleasantly surprised about how well it did cross cultures but I wonder if you'd like to say something about that and any things that you you felt we needed to sort of work on in in, in terms of bringing it into a new situation um yes uh I think that um mellow parenting is based on universal principles and uh, of course, maybe some of the um, ways of working, methods of working, are new. But uh, it doesn't mean that they cannot be uh, that 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 they are not accepted, you know, culturally. Yeah. So uh, uh, as it turned out, you know, um, all all of the you know like methods and uh, you know activities that we were. Uh, using they were all received very well I didn't uh, uh, create any challenges at all mm -hmm. because these are the things that are very straightforward and very like uh, you know friendly and we this is universal about talking about relationship about links about connection attachment mm -hmm. you know talking about our families you know uh, like doing some things, uh, activities with our children together, and also like uh, uh, even providing video feedback. Yes, this is new, <clears throat> but it it's not it's not that it is something that it cannot be accepted. Yeah. Yes, I mean like as I said, in terms of engaging with parents, you know, doing this preparation work with parents, and you know. Uh, professionals is important. Mm -hmm. uh, it is important to uh, prepare them and to provide with uh, exhaustive information about what it is about. You know what we expect. You know what what the the, the objectives are. What the outcomes are. Mm -hmm. You know this is the for uh, uh, for the professionals, both for professionals and parents. Yeah, yeah. this is an important part of the work that uh, needs to be done before mellow starts. 
And there's something in that about levelling the power, isn't there? The non-expert approach about coming alongside rather than doing to and, and being willing to kind of let go of some of your kind of professional competence or, or what would be your perceived confidence just to kind of be there with people and to bring your own experience as a professional can be quite challenging if you've been kind of taught to have barriers and, you know, and, and it's trying to sort of work that out. So what, what should I be like as a facilitator in this context and how can I do that with authenticity and integrity? And, you know, I think that's challenging because as professionals, we do have to come out of that role and we do have to to remind ourselves, you know, that, that we're, we're coming as human beings to support other human beings. But at the same time, we do have a role in facilitating the group. So it, it, it's a challenging balance to, to manage. It is a challenging balance to manage, and um, not all uh, the prof not all professionals um, can overcome this barrier. Unfortunately, you know we've had some uh, experiences like not so positive ex experiences among the professionals that couldn't overcome this barrier. Uh, but this is like this is I mean this is how it works. Not everybody can do that. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and uh, here in this, uh, in, 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 in this program, it is really about, you know, being there as a human being, first of all, and uh, not being afraid of, like, being uh, on, at the same level with the parents and understanding that everybody makes mistakes and being there for them. We are there here to understand them and to be able to provide support. I'd like to say thank you to you for joining me today. It's been great to talk about so many things and we'd love to invite you back again in the future to talk more. Thank, thank you, you very much. Thank you for giving me this opportunity. Thank you. Thank you.